Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. But I do not. Yeah. For sure. Well, you know, we're glad to be back after a couple weeks of being fucking extremely busy. I know Man, that. Uh, insanely busy. He, yeah, it's been awesome, though. I'm um, another year older now. 32. Yes, sir. Happy 32. birthday to this fucking guy. Thank you. 32 years young. Did some pretty fun shit last weekend for that. Uh, got to finally get out into nature. Got to drive a long ways just to go experience this. But, you know, went out to Bass Lake. And just kind of hung out oh, on nice. the lake all day, and uh, yeah, you know, well, it was it was kind of a bummer because I know everybody was down here at Love Long Beach, like literally everybody, all my mm-hmm. friends were just there, and it was it was a bummer to to see all those photos and and just know that on my birthday weekend there were so many people I could have been celebrating with, but I you know have needed you gotta be my, true to you, man. You gotta do well, your needed, thing. Yeah, I got I, I needed a break from from like shows and you know festivals and stuff for just a little bit for for just a couple weeks absolutely man you know especially since we got the big one coming up that i got to prepare for which is uh the burn the burn man the burn more about like how you've been getting ready for that well uh as far as getting ready for it i i'm still i would i'm guessing that i'm way behind where i should be but Everything's kind of fallen into place with this uh, and how, you know, it even came to be in the first place, because about a month or so ago was when the the opportunity was uh, presented to me. And in my mind, I was still th- thinking like, no, I'm not going to go because it's just never worked out because of work, you know, because of my scheduling and all kinds of stuff going on in August, especially right at the time that this is, you know, a lot of people are going back to school and you know like burning man just happens to be like the first week of school for so many people so that kind of prohibits a lot of people from going and checking it out but for me it's just always been about being able to get the time off work and also i mean it's not like an easy an easy thing to just get up and do you know you got to put a lot of planning into it as well as money <laughs> not yeah just I was gonna say, it's, it costs a lot right yeah, exactly. It's gonna. It's going to cost me more than any other festival I've ever gone to. Yeah. Um. I mean, at least I. I would say probably pretty comparable to the eclipse, because the excursion up there is not as far. But you know, um, as far as you know, getting there and and just like all the extra stuff you have to buy for this festival, because, uh, you know the the. The conditions of this festival, or at least the uh, like the the just the weather and everything, it's so much more gnarly than any other. And it, it's not a festival, actually. So I have to correct myself on that. I've been I've been told many times uh, already that this is not a festival because it's it's not. It's literally a city that just is created and uh, and a place where people go. And I mean, you, you hear music and stuff like that, but it's not no sponsored lineups or, or anything of that nature. It's not like they don't have a cleaner you know, word for that. Uh, Just a gathering. Oh, uh, yeah. Essentially, it's a, it's a gathering, you know, but it, it's a city. Black Rock City is is a literal city that's created. That's probably larger than some small cities. I know oh, yeah. for sure it's probably larger than Stanton. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like fucking or, you know, one of the one of these small subsidies of, of of Orange County or whatever. But um it's it's insanely like and it's not a bartering thing too because uh you know I was always under the impression before that yeah you don't you obviously don't pay with money for things but you just barter. But it's not even about that. It's about gifting people. It's it's like a radical thing. Like everybody brings something mm, and yeah, you know okay. And you like you just you, you know, and and of course there are going to be people there that uh, <laughs> that don't prepare well enough for this and have to um, be carried by so many other people. And I don't want to be that person, you know. So exactly. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act high and mighty, but I don't want to be a sparkle pony either. I don't want to go out there and just like fucking, which is what they call. I, okay, I, I was gonna say you're gonna have to roll that back for uh, those of uh, those muggles in the crowd here. What the fuck is a sparkle pony? 
so my my understanding of what a sparkle pony is and i'm not sure that it's limited exactly to females but generally like the instagram model-esque type girls that go there you know specifically for their photos and they're wearing like super nice outfits and they're just basically on a on a 24 hour a day photo shoot on the playa these people who come out there and don't actually like prepare for all the other extremities that come along with this you know the people gotcha. that kind of just have to uh, be taken care of the whole time those are what they call sparkle ponies i see okay so okay. i don't want to be a sparkle pony no. No, <laughs> even though i'm gonna look fly ideal. as fuck yeah <laughs> um but you know i it is cool because i was always told not to to go with the camp my first time to avoid responsibilities they said like just go and you know experience it for yourself but i, I don't think that that really was uh I, I think that the way it's going for me is the best and i'm going with a group a camp called camp Blumadance, and it's a fire conclave so um riley and marilyn who i intend to have on the show um in the near future yes, hopefully we'll definitely before yeah um who have done some amazing stuff at organizing this whole um they, they belonged to another camp last year um fire society our hellfire society i think is what it was called and they formed their own um they're under new uh, management this time and i just been with them right before the fundraiser helping them out and i know uh like all of the work they're putting into this it's an insane amount of work and all the people that they have to account for um and making sure that they've got all their you know their tickets in order and i mean as of right now i'm already kind of experiencing some issues with with the ticketing and like the the reservations that we have so there's like a little bit of that kind of uh stress and and headache that comes from it but once it's all taken care of and i'm out there i know that going with a, a group such as this is the right way to go um they offered me a job or a, a spot drumming in the great circle because what the great circle is is this you know big old circle kind of right near the man right before it burns and it's just these fire performance groups that are putting on this show essentially for for everybody and it's it's supposed to be like the main kind of like the main show or the main event of the whole entire burn and you know not only am i going with the group who's going to be performing in it but i am also performing as a drummer in this group and so they asked you know Marilyn asked me a while ago would you want to go and I said ah, probably not because of work and then it just worked out you know it just happened that everything fell into place we got another person uh, hired at my job so I was able to just like you know throw it out there and it worked and now I'm going and uh you know it's just I'm excited but I'm like it's got to be surreal awesome. a little bit you know it's like, very surreal. I can't imagine how I would even feel like having been wanting to go to this for so fucking long you know and for being so close to that world for such a long right. time you know exactly Just always being on the edges and then finally going to the main event like that's fucking awesome man yeah ex it, that's you I mean that's that's exactly it like so many people are like what you don't go to the burn <laughs> it's like you know i and then it even got to a point where i'm kind of i was like over it like I'm like I just don't even care like I'm I was indifferent towards it like ah you know the whole idea like you haven't been to the burn you you know you don't know what you're talking about sort of thing and it's like it's ah, like, well, cool. fuck everybody that. can I, take a like two weeks off from work and spend six months planning and like drop like you know at least a thousand dollars like for that yeah like, that's it, you know and, it, and a part of it was a little bit of me like just kind of my indifference came from also just being like well fuck you guys like you know, I don't have to, to go to that just because, you know, it's it's kind of... Uh, the kind of people who unironically, like, you know, they're like, oh, no, like, my, you know, spiritual plane of ascendance is higher than yours. Like, bragging about the ego that they don't have. It's like, Yeah, okay. you know, there's definitely some of that for sure. But there also is, I mean, and even people that I do really, like, highly respect who I've partied with uh, and, and gone to these sorts of things with and done some some pretty awesome stuff they're like oh dude but like in just their most sincerest and honest uh way without without you know trying to be belittle or just kind of you know like be condescending anyway they're just like very yeah dude you're gonna it's gonna fucking blow your mind you're gonna like you're gonna see like 
it, it's just you know everybody that it's kind of like trying to explain what ecstasy is to somebody who's never done it you know mm-hmm. i could sit there and tell you all of these things like these <laughs> sensations that you're gonna feel but you are not gonna fucking know until you go and experience it and that <laughs> that goes for that goes for many things but that is the uh, analogy that i'm gonna use what I'm, I'm what i'm guessing it's going to be like for me and i really do hope that or i'm looking forward to this actually being a huge catalyst in in uh my you know in everything that I'm doing creatively, something that's just going to really uh, raise my spirits and kind of just like set something straight within me to come back and, and just jump onto the next uh, the next chapter of uh, my creative endeavors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, endeavors. people don't yeah. usually come back to the bur- come back from Burning Man and go, "Well, it was all right." Like I don't think right. I've <laughs> ever heard that in my life. Right, know? right. So I mean, right. I mean, it's. I mean, the the thing is that like if it's the this insanely incredible good good experience, or some people who are like, yeah, that was a really crazy like you know a lot of work, very you know dirt, like some people can't do it. Either way, nobody's ever said that it was not a profound experience, not right. one that could you know shift your perspective on a lot of things <laughs> in life. That isn't going to bring you a ton of of just of lessons back to apply to you know the rest of life that's not those uh you know the other 51 weeks of the year where uh blackbrook city goes back into the dust man so, right that's and it, cool uh, well and the other thing about that is that there for for some time now has been talk at least for the few years I, i've been hearing people uh you know because the federal land is trying to um, the the Bureau of Land Management is because uh, that's where they you know they have this. It's Black Rock City is on BLM land, and I guess now they are trying to make it so much more re- like not only more expensive, but just like the restrictions or the regulations that they want for everybody like to adhere to is is just kind of almost impossible um, to carry out. So uh, there's well, there's been there's been talk for years about it not possibly going back there and then finding a new spot. And so each year, it's kind of one of those things where you never know. It might be the last year that it's there. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not a real voice of authority on that. But Well, it's I have nice some, uh, some insight I can shed on that one. Because, uh, yeah, we just appointed a new head of the BLM. And he is a, uh, he's a lobbyist, uh, like a real estate developer dude. And mm-hmm. he uh, has said many times in the past that he doesn't think there should be any public land he thinks it should all be like sold off to private entities to do whatever they want which would include the playa right and i uh yeah that was a, a fucking a good segue to that because uh, you might be right you know unless some shit can get stopped like we, they've already opened up a ton more public land that was not available before and, right you know, with the, and with- i mean it wouldn't be out of <clears throat> it would definitely be in the best interest of people like that to shut down the one the one kind of the place or the one thing that is you know so widely recognized despite all of its other uh things to be a place that really encourages radical thinkers and and ideas lifestyles and yeah, yeah Absolutely. stuff stuff that's so outside of the fucked up system that is already created for us that's literally why i mean this thing was created to to show people what life could be like in an alternate uh, society, um, and the, you know, either way, that shit it really fucking pisses me off. Like when I hear about that stuff, and I think that that's something that you know is that should be and is not partisan. You know, that that's a nonpartisan issue that people should get really fucking upset about. You know, like taking away public land for fucking oil shit or you know real estate or whatever like that's that's something else that's just like okay now they're literally like taking away land <laughs> like yeah 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 i mean i mean it's what they do it, it's it it wasn't a partisan issue and then you know somebody decided hey we're going to be against this now and against this being you know the idea of public lands public parks public you know giant national parks and shit like that the shutdown but as, like, as a constituent though yeah yeah if you are you know but what i'm saying is it shouldn't be for the uh any supporters you know obviously politically like yes the the people in in the republican party are going to 
but uh, sorry, go for that. But like, if you consider yourself a Republican for whatever fucking reason, or uh, a, a you know a libertarian or whatever, like this should fucking make you like think like, no, fuck them. Like, why? Why are they doing this? You know, this is not okay at all. I mean, amongst many fucking other things, obviously, but hopefully yeah. that this would be one that uh, you know can really like br- break that. Uh, you know, fucking. I mean, everybody's got the, their issue, the but there aren't many environment. I don't think there are many environmentalist Republicans out there. Well, maybe not Republicans, but I know about like a lot of libertarians that will lean to that side. Still, probably would be upset about this because it's not. Uh, you know, um, I mean, a lot of those motherfuckers like to go camping and hiking and shit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that would be ideal, but like that would also. Uh, that's public ownership of the thing. I don't know where I don't know where libertarians fall on this whole on this whole uh, conversation and shit like that. But it's that's been, true. That's interesting. It's yeah, I actually about. I don't I can't recall a time where I've ever heard or spoken to one at length about uh, this issue. But I gotta imagine there's a lot of them who don't uh, like they're, like the ones that are like not outright insane. Like the there should be no government people. Uh, you know, th- this seems like something that would probably be in their, uh, their, their thing. They'd be like, yeah, no, we should have that. Like, that's okay. Yeah. But. Well, because that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, guess. I mean, I, I don't want to speculate it. on their thing. Somebody write us, tell us how you feel. Because. Well, I've always, with, when, when it comes to them, there's, there's like a whole bunch of different fucking ways that are so many that, different that, factions and, and yeah, interpretations of it yeah i've seen a yeah, lot that it's morphed into like it's like this one person's like they they could be so polar opposite on on these issues that i'm like wait what so and then they're always trying to tell you what the real definition of a libertarian is and you're like yeah. well that's exactly what this other guy said except it was exactly different it was the exact opposite my favorite is that. how many libertarians hated gary johnson because he, oh. like, believed in driver's licenses. It's like, whoa. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to make a, a cartoon out of their, uh, their viewpoints there. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's fucking bad, man. You know, they're, they're, they're looting this shit. And they're, they're trying to keep, it, like, this is exactly, exactly what I'm talking about, you know. They can see something like the burn as a threat, you know. Because it does promote this idea of thinking of society in a way that we have not thought, thought about it before. And, I mean, inherently, it's about, I mean, their whole ideology is about a lack of new ideas, you know, just doing the same old shit. And that is, uh, it, it's, it's rough to uh, kind of see that kind of play out into practice, you know, and to see how uh, complacent a lot of... Uh, the media has been in, in framing these things for so long as, you know, there's one side and there's the other side, both are equal, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I've, you know, I, it's just been kind of frustrating, you know, in the wake of overwhelming evidence of the fucking rot from the top down coming out, you know, how people are still uh, wanting to do this. Like, I'm sure you and everybody has heard about uh, what happened in El Paso and Dayton uh, a couple days ago. You know, two mass shootings in the same day in two different places, driven by white supremacist ideology, citing Trump as the reason they were going to El Paso to stop the invasion of Mexicans, quote-unquote. Exactly the same language he uses. And they just go and they run in there and they shoot up fucking 20 people. I think... uh, I think actually it was uh, Beto O'Rourke, who's from El Paso. So this is a super, super personal one to him. He had just finished visiting with people who had like literally been shot, and uh, a reporter asked him on the way to his car, "It's like, hey, is there anything uh, Trump can do now to make this better?" And he just fucking lost it on them. He goes, "Well, what do you think? I mean, you know the shit he's been saying. He's been calling Mexican immigrants rapists and criminals. I don't know, like members of the press. What the fuck?" It's these questions that you know the answers to. I mean, connect the dots about what he's been doing in this country. I don't know what I don't know what kind of question that is. Like, if that's a presidential candidate, like legitimately just fucking laying into the press for, you know, some shit that we all see that is obvious. I don't know. It was it was a, it was cathartic at least to read that and to see him say that. You know, that somebody caught it. Like, oh man, it's just been a rough week. You know. Yeah. And and it's 
it's always not uh, frustrating, but it, it's it's almost shocking. Now, when I still have to explain myself to people about why I do say, think the things that I do, when it's, I mean, it's just so fucking, uh, to me, you don't have to, like, everybody has seen this shit, you know? It is well, exactly what not it everybody. Like. I will say, though, to be fair, not to be fair that it's okay. It's definitely <laughs> very disheartening. But not, I would say most people do not pay attention to this stuff in the, the amount of detail that you pay attention to. Oh, absolutely. So even if yeah. they, so, so this is the sad part, you know, this is, I'm just, you know, pointing out where we are in our times right now, at least like that, that we've already brought about in the, the, one of the other shows where it was like, it doesn't really matter at this point what's right and what's wrong because you can't prove it to these people who don't want to believe it. They're not yeah. going to, they're not going to. And what those people are looking for is something that's different. And it's not, it's like, what do you do? Do you like, you know, do you not keep talking about it or do you talk about it, but try to like go about solving this sort of problem in a better way that's better like by you know feeding into their fucking emotions or, or like you know just making them not feel bad because that's what obviously is like pushing okay so here's the thing with like what just happened right now you know uh and, we've, and people have been fighting for a long time you know to to try to get some gun control in this country some common sense gun control and though i'm not against that in any way and I don't think that it's a bad idea or I don't think that it's such a crazy idea that somebody should have to work equally as hard to get a gun as they should you know to drive a car yes I also don't see that the efforts in trying to create legislation against this as being a way that's going to actually stop a problem that's way more on the rise that actually is the main root of this issue that we're having here with these shootings and that is the white supremacy issue, the uh, issue of the rise of, of white nationalism in this country and fucking us kind of going toward this civil war thing. It just seems like it's building more and more up to that where these people who have these guns and then, you know, them, like these people already have lots of guns and they're fucking like aiming up to do this. I don't believe that they're just like coincidentally you know, just deciding that they want to go and do this stuff. I think that, like, as you said before, you're going to see a lot more of this stuff leading up to the election, you know, and then obviously oh, with yeah. all of those groups and stuff, people actually communicating these things. And I think that there are a lot more plans that we can even, that we even, you know, that we can even imagine uh, against uh, with what these people are doing, like what these militant militia type groups and these, you know, radicalists are doing behind fucking the scenes and mm -hmm. that's why honestly uh and and it scares me to really think about like trying to to just completely like to act like we don't in a sense it's like it's not gonna be us versus the government completely it might be us versus these people you know that have all of these guns and that do all of these crazy things and that's what scares me i i don't know whether what i'm trying to say I, i'm not actually claiming anything that we we need guns you know i'm not saying any of that stuff mm -hmm. i'm just saying that it is a scary thought because for we know that they won't go away and we know that they're not going to give them up so oh, yeah. i would rather i would rather them not have that advantage as highly over everybody else you know what i'm saying i uh, i yeah you're articulating a very reasonable reasonable point there and yeah it, it like the weapons of war have fucking no place in civilian hands. What we should do right. is at least stop the bleeding right now. Because every time one of these things happens, those sales skyrocket. Okay, I, I'll bet you I could look it up today and see how many fucking, uh, uh, you know, the, the sales chart of, uh, of Smith & Wesson going up exponentially uh, yesterday because they use this. They use every one of these tragedies as a fucking promotion, as a sales drive. You know, it's, oh, they're coming to take away your guns, come stock up and get your guns now. That's right. kind of, that's been their whole thing. That's that's so why this, this whole thing keeps perpetuating because it is fucking profit driven. But you're 100% right in that we do have a white supremacy problem that is, I, I think, even 
even more fucking dangerous to this shit. And, you know, I'll tell you a little story that is not, I've not seen like picked up uh, really anywhere big, but I think it's worth noting that uh, 8chan, you know, the, the, the forum, like the, uh, you know, uh, offshoot of 4chan that a lot of these white supremacists are, are using to, uh, you know, to gather, to bounce ideas off each other, to brag about, uh, um, you know, to brag about, like, the shootings that they want to do, to, like, fucking rack up high scores and egg each other on, uh, that was dropped by, uh, one of its major, uh, like, service providers, like, uh, uh, Cloudflare, which is, like, a, a anti DDoS, uh, you know, hosting kind of thing, and mm. that is, I think, significant, and in a way that I think, to me, it kind of opened up this idea that I hadn't really had before, and that was to actually put public pressure onto these companies that are hosting these things because really it's the same like three websites for all of these shootings it's the same fucking ones it's not about an ideology or fucking the shit like it's 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 fucking toxic and dangerous to the community like i never thought the day would come where i would think that like oh maybe these ideas should not be fucking out there because of course slippery slope who decides what and shit like that but like there should be some kind of police out there that that do determine some of this stuff because i'm seeing the world where it's an absolute open market to anything and i'm seeing how that like that very idea has been weaponized against us into not taking the the actions that do and now i'm not super solid on this uh yet but you know, there, there is like evidence out there to show that like when certain just communities that are based around hate have been disbanded online, especially anonymous ones, uh, that they haven't really found a good footing, like at least definitely no coordinated footing uh, to, to kind of regroup. And a lot of them just disbanded there. I was reading a study that was saying that they tracked people from a, uh, a subreddit that was based around hate that got uh, shut down because it was, you know, uh, so hateful and violating the terms of like the Reddit service and how they actually tracked a lot of the users that were in that forum and saw that like, even after that forum got shut down, they didn't show up somewhere else. They didn't kind of regroup. And a lot of them actually started to calm down in like their other interactions with people on the site in other, uh, you know, different forums and subreddits. And I just thought that was, that was interesting because I think a lot of these like, there are going to be absolutely always a group of people who are so dedicated who will find time to do this, yes. But what we're doing is we're feeding them people. These algorithms, YouTube, Google, fucking 4chan, all the shit, they're feeding people into this system. All these potential recruits, all these white, you know, these kids who are pliable, who are, who are open to a message like that. And, uh, I mean, it's ripe for the picking. It's literally the same the same uh, strategies that you know ISIS uses to recruit people and we do have the power to at least cut off these major avenues that are actually directly feeding them to it you know we can give people a more well-balanced uh, uh, you know intellectual diet that could hope that would actually I think directly lead to doing something about this fucking white supremacy problem that we got you couple that with just mandatory background checks, you know, uh, like easy common sense fucking uh, domestic abuse um, cases, blocking people from uh, getting some guns and uh, just banning, you know, uh, banning assault weapons. Like, I think those are a few solid common sense uh, things that we can do to curb this problem that would also not really that would not infringe on this idea of American freedom that we have either you know it would apply some sensible restrictions to all these things and right. yeah I, I well, uh, go ahead I mean as much as I try to though imagine what you're saying I, I just don't see either of those I maybe maybe curbing the problem a little bit I just think that the problem is still so much bigger than that you know I, I really do think that 
because you still have the black web, right? That these people are going to go on and they're still going to like communicate. But now not only do they have the black web, but do they have the fact that, well, you restricted them from this website and now that just adds to these people's narratives of driving people crazy and like brainwashing them. Like they, they try to take away your rights and they're trying to do this and you know what I mean? And I, I do agree with you though, that it could probably curb the issue, but I'm just trying to, in my head, like think like which will be more beneficial because we've seen so often that when you try to fight something like that it just kind of gives other areas a little bit more power than they should have too well here's this thing is that the first amendment only stops the government from like regulating what you say and do with a couple notable exceptions like you're allowed to say anything you do not have a right to use the most popular platforms on the internet and you do not have a, a, a right to have an audience of millions of people to say this shit. And that's the right. difference. And that this, well, the, like, the, the fundamental argument about censorship and shit like that hinges on these fucking principles. And I think it is time to fucking put public pressure onto some of these companies to say, no, we have done the studies, we have seen the data, we have seen how you can trace it, you know, you can trace every one of these things line by line you can trace them all the way back to this type of shit right here so fucking like you know what happened what happened to milo yiannopoulos what happened to him what's he doing now nobody fucking knows he's broke nobody gives a shit what he has to say anymore he's done but there's always gonna be but there's always gonna be another one if you take one away then there's another one that will rise up some way somehow my point is not that you're not you're not wrong Mm -hmm. my point is wondering that is being right good enough in this situation because we clearly are seeing that people have made up their mind and so the the people that are on the other side of you when you take it away from them even though it is in a in a sense better bettering society and you're right that these are a public these are public uh platforms um well they're they're private companies that own these things that that millions of people use so they technically do not they're not obligated to host any of these people and i'm not against them banning them in any way i'm just wondering if the the actual banning of these people is is enough to stop them or is it something that's just already so far beyond control because of the fact that like these people have gained that power like donald trump could say whatever the fuck he wants to say as we've proven time and time again and these people will just not it's fake news. It's, uh, it's, you know, the media trying to stir shit up to go against him. Like, they just will not fucking budge. And it seems more and more that he's just getting, by the day, more people who are less likely to say fuck Trump and be like, well, you know, actually, there's this... Like, I, I hear it so much more, and I'm wondering what the fuck... How can there be more people going on to his side than running away from it? Well, I don't know? think that's... Like, like all, all the major polling that I've seen lately, just, you know, the best... The, the best actual data-driven like metric to gauge how people feel at large obviously not perfect but everything has indicated that it's going down right, that his, well. his his supporters are getting crazier but that's a smaller and smaller margin and actually what's really interesting though too is that like that we have seen a historic level of fucking quitting from the republican party just this week like the only black republican uh, uh congressman from texas Nick will heard he said he's not seeking re-election next year. And he's like the second, seventh one to announce that this year. Because yeah. they're all done. They're, they're, they're like, this is out of our control. And we want to fucking bow out, like, while, you know, before anybody notices that we were a part of what the fuck is happening over here. And we're seeing, we're seeing support for him drop off in all these other places. But yeah. the, the problem, I think, is that is it enough? Because they have so much power. And well, that's what I'm they saying have been too. running so um, they've been running amok on uh, not just the government, but on our the way that we frame all these conversations and the way that we do things. Like this is not just Trump. All right, getting rid of Trump is not going to fucking fix this problem. This has been not. building. It's been going for a long time. This yes. is. I, I think I recommended um, the loudest voice uh, last week or a couple weeks ago on the last show, on the show, and uh-huh. that I think is a great insight to one of the people who I think was a pioneer in this modern version of white supremacy that we're seeing uh, in full fucking uh, force right now, Roger Ailes. And there, there's a lot of them that kind of that uh, have gotten us to this point. But I think, yeah, you know, there's no such thing as, as ending an ideology or stopping it. All right. That is impossible. 
But right. what we don't have to do is allow it to spread. Because what I think this thing has tested more than anything else is that like in the marketplace of ideas, you know, this, I, this, that's assuming that the marketplace is, you know, is working and equally weighting each of these things. Of course. But these algorithms have forced everybody into their own bubbles so that it's not a marketplace of ideas. It is just, all it's doing is giving equal credence to ideas like fucking Nazism to, uh, you know, a basic uh, Western uh, liberal with a small L democracy, you know? Right. And well, so, I, okay. go ahead. No, no, I was saying, I'm, I'm, you know, overall, I'm glad that, like, these people on the Republican Party are definitely, like, seeing and fucking being like, well, fuck this, I gotta get out of this, but shouldn't we have people like that actually try a little harder to fix or at least change or at least kind of, because then if they leave, then it just leaves more room for the really fucking corrupt people of that organization that's still going to be there, right? I mean, does that sound crazy? No, like, well, that, I mean, it, that's, that's, like also assuming people at large are still going to see this party as anything but the part like they are making a really bad case for themselves like like straight up if you're a trump supporter right now you're going to have a very hard time convincing me that you are not a racist at the end like and i mean a racist by definition of somebody who's completely indifferent and okay with the suffering of marginal communities for your own benefit, you know? Yeah, but that like, doesn't seem to be really effective, though, in getting these people to change their mind but right that's now. The, I mean, no, that, but that's, that's the polling, but, like, but that's, well, I know that that's what you're saying, but literally, like, all around me, more, I, I personally am seeing so much more, so I don't know where, like, the, the, the polls are more effective in getting this research, but, like, I, just because they're not publicly or openly admitting that they're like with this guy or supporting this guy doesn't mean that there's people who may have not supported him before who are now supporting him and just not even fucking going to they're not even like voting about it or, or they're not even you know uh actually like like i'm talking about the white supremacists that are just going to do some fucking radical shit you know like they don't really give a fuck about what happens in the system because like let's say he doesn't win well guess what they're still organizing and doing whatever the fuck that they're going to do to, to keep terrorizing, you know, and, and carry out whatever fucking crazy, you know, shit that they're, that they're doing. And, and it, you're right. It has nothing to do with, well, it doesn't have, it's not all about just him. This fire has been burning, you know, for a fucking long fucking time. And yeah. he just so happens to be this the guy right now that, uh, that we do need to worry about and, and everything that he's kind of like allowed to, um, to, you know, take real power in the fucking white house today. And, that's what I mean by like having these people leaving when they, I feel like they should be really trying to fight, you know, for, a, you know, well, to, to stop yeah. him from doing what he's doing. Um, that's the well thing as, is I'm never forgetting who these fucking people were who decided in the face of all this to say nothing. And they should never, I mean, these people should not be allowed to polite society just straight up. Like what the fuck they, yeah, exactly. It's a complete dereliction of duty that instead of having the fucking bravery to stand up to them, only one has, and this entire time, and that's Justin Amash, who I actually fucking respect now, who I used to really not like, but goddamn, when it came down to party over country, he chose country, and you've, you've got to admire that, you know, because he's been taking shit from a lot of different sides there, but also seeing the, the way that he was welcomed back, and I've talked about this before, uh, to his hometown is, it's, you know, we, we need a movement like that. And right now, all these cowards are just fucking jumping ship. So so he's doing something about it, though, like as opposed to just like peacing out. I mean, yeah, no, he was he was a uh, he was a Republican and he was the first and only Republican so far to come out in favor of impeachment because he's like, yo, look, the emperor's got no clothes. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm here to serve my people. All right. And this is not serving them fucking pretending that this guy is doing anything but irreparably harming this fucking country because it right. ain't about it's, republican values or shit like that like he's also shitting all over republican values too at least you know the ones that the ones that uh you know that you said at least say they cared about right and so that's that kind of goes along with my point is that all these people who stood up there uh, and actually denounced him too on the Republican side that eventually ended up one, giving in. One person. No, th 
there was like a bunch of them that said they did not freaking like what he was doing. I mean, all of the people that ran for the Republican Party. Oh, at the beginning, before before yeah. they knew he was going to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Before yeah. and and then he won, and then then of course they all so of them this, fell in line. So this proves to you it's not about what's right or what's wrong with these politicians. This is about a traditionalist mindset of like adhering to you know in a sense like a monarchy you know like having like the king and then you have everybody you're either gonna like you know go with them and just stay in this game or else you're gonna like fall out of it and so that like they don't give a fuck about the country or making the world a better place or about their oh, christian values absolutely. this is all literally just about up, uh, upholding this you know this system that needs to be changed and it, it just blows my mind like people who think that you know that nothing would need to be changed ever <laughs> from the from the constitution or like nothing that need like absolutely nothing needs to be you know rethought out oh because it's, they've i mean they've been in power they've entrenched their own power they started out ahead i mean it's inherently easier to fucking argue against change than it is to argue for change you know and like these people I mean, fuck. I mean, it started out with the, you know, original sin of fucking Native American genocide and then slavery. And this is the same group of people, the same, uh, you know, uh, entrenched uh, block that has fucking been in charge for 400 years now. Like, or like over 400 years. Like, this shit is, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's a difficult fucking wall to crack. But I think it is cracking. You know, like public opinion, all these things. Like, I know I know what you're saying about your, you know, anecdotal evidence and things like that. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of indications that things are, I mean, people are waking up to realize that they have made a mistake. You know, you've got, you've got uh, economy in a, like, you know, on a fast track to a recession. You've got fucking uh, farmlands that have been wiped out. You've got people who are actually and literally seeing climate change affect them, you know. You got farmers in Oklahoma who are who are just completely displaced now. They're refugees in their own fucking state, realizing, oh, okay, wait, shit. Maybe climate change is a thing, you know? It's maybe a little bit too late, but I mean shit, at least we're at least we're getting them on that front. And and, you know, that's the other uh on that note, you know, one of the things that really like the scariest thing to me this week was I don't know if you saw this, but uh, you know, the ice sheets, uh, we lost like 100 million tons of ice in Greenland this week in one day. It's like the, like it was melting at a rate this week at shit that we were not expecting until 2070. And So then how did it all just go in one day though? Because we're having like, a record heat wave across Europe and in that area of the world. And see what happens is like I guess a lot of the climate models were not anticipate were not ready for the this idea of uh oh shit what did they call it it was like reciprocal or something like that it, w it was like a climate change feedback loop that basically like because like it's getting hotter in greenland then the ice is melting faster and when the ice is melting it's going to cause more ice to melt and when that starts to expose like uh you know the earth underneath it which is like a non-reflective white it's going to absorb more heat which is going to cause the fucking heating to speed up and the ice to melt faster which is going to release more methane which gets into the fucking air destroys more ozone and then causes more and you know causes more carbon causes more ice to melt and it's like oh shit we're hitting this point where all the bad shit that's happening is making all this other shit over here worse which is making the original shit that's happening worse and we're kind of it, it's it's turning into a really fucking fast spiral you know and if, if greenland's ice sheets were to melt entirely it would result in about 20 feet of global sea level rise which means i'd be fucking halfway underwater right now and you know this problem is not going away and this shit was like very i mean to me this was the thing that really like fucking just made my chest hot you know just thinking about that going oh shit like i've said before like at least i'll be fucking 80 like when shit goes south in 2070 and we're really fucked but uh it, but then they said hey this is shit we weren't expecting until 2070 under the most pessimistic models and i uh i kind of shit myself you know and so it's like all these 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 little things like there's no time to waste with all this shit like you know it, it, this oh man sorry these uh these things fucking get to me sometimes 
and that was uh, that was particularly well, scary because that is pretty fucking hard to imagine that like with at the rate things are right now, and I'm not a pessimist, you know, like by any means. Like if there's a solution and there's a way to go about it, uh, I I definitely think that everybody needs to get on it and fucking try. But the way that you know, especially with the seizing of these public lands and and yes. stuff like that you know for these sorts of things obviously what are they going to do with those lands exactly. well we know it's going to be like coal fucking refineries and trying to bring back this old like this this idea that like you know the way of life in that one very small amount of time that one very small window of time for us during the industrial revolution you know that's done all of this damage in such a short amount of time no that's not that's you know that's just fucking crazy you know liberal nonsense talk and uh this is god's way of, of doing things you know we're making a comeback and we're going to get all those small town people a chance to work because all of these kids that have their fucking smartphones are going to spend eight hours in a fucking you know uh, I mean, <laughs> a coal refinery to, yeah. yeah we need to like, fundamentally <laughs> rethink the way that we do things in this country because shit even a moderate president right now who does not have the fucking capacity to fight for something like a Green New Deal is going to be coming up with fucking half measures that are not going to get us there. I don't even believe that the, like, the timeline that we've been giving to actually do something to hopefully hold back the worst well, that's, effects that's of this shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm getting at is that like I don't want to be fucking pessimistic about it, but you know, if all is, is, is what they say and or at least, you know, even half of what they say. Then, Well, hey, to, to bring it all back around to a fucking uh, a positive, positive, <laughs> a positive note before you got to go here, is right. that, like, you know, our future, like a future in our lifetimes could look like, I mean, it could look like Black Rock City or it could look like Mad Max, you know? And I think it's going to be, you know, up to all of us, like interpersonally, you know, in our community, in our culture to come to find the, 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 the future that we want for this shit. And I mean, you know, to me, something like the burn actually gives me hope for the way things that are run. I mean, the way things could run in a worst case scenario here, you know, right. and, and, and I think it is incumbent on all of us to not just focus on these you know little events here but also look wider and like learn to like get out there to spread this message you know it's a message right. that all of us have taken i've taken it away from the experiences i've had you've taken it away from yours it's half the reason it's, i mean it's why we do this shit right here you know and exactly. you've got to fucking set that groundwork for a better future yeah i mean exactly I mean, and that's another thing. The people that go out there and, and do these sort of things and stuff, stuff that I have to remind myself of all the time when going to these quote-unquote uh, transformational festivals, you know, uh, a lot of the times when people go and they get into these things, it's it's life-changing because it truly is life-changing. It opens you up to all these different ways of seeing the world and understanding and it gives you hope to, to see like what, you know, little things you can do in your day-to-day -day life, uh, changing up your lifestyle can do to help make not only your life a better, you know, make it better, but also the world a better place. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking of myself first and foremost when I, I say that I'm guilty. And I think that a lot of people become guilty of, you know, losing sight of those things that are very important when it comes to like being the reasons why you go and why you, you know, raise this awareness, you know, what you should be kind of really focused on when you're going to these festivals instead of just having fun or going to see, you know, uh, fucking space Jesus or whatever, uh, you know, uh, DJ like that is on the lineup or, you know, whatever, whatever party and drugs that you're going to want to do. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm fucking, I'm, I am, that's why I'm saying I'm speaking to myself here. Um, and I, I really do want to, uh, take this opportunity and, and going to the burn, um, to, to bring it back to like, you know, away from all of the, uh, kind of the negative or the, the stigmas that people might have and, and, and their indifference toward, you know, when anybody might try to really push that radical lifestyle change, you know, that, that can make the world or society a, a better place, um, you know, a better society than what we have now. Um, and I would just encourage people who are listening, you know, to, when you do go back to these things, like just, it's okay to, to realize that like, well, maybe, you know, you haven't been on it, but just get back on it, you know, fucking remember. Exactly. Like, let's leave uh, it at that. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. I think that was well said. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I've got going on this month. I know we have August 16th, which is going to be um, B-Sides. Uh, it's it's going to be a fucking another B-Side event. Uh, heavy bass music. Going to be helping out with the art on that. And then um, Art in the Park, I think, will be the 18th. And that's all I've got until until after the burn. So All right. Cool. Yeah, what about you? Anything going on in the world of Phil? Um, you know, nothing that I am ready to plug right now, but I've got a meeting that I'm going to tomorrow. Uh, and uh, hopefully I got something I could take away from there. Cool. Right yeah. on. Well, you could always follow us, or you should always be following us right now. Uh, Thank you for using the proper on. grammar. Yeah, follow, you should be following us. Uh, and tell your friends. Tell them to tell their friends. Get their little kids hooked on it so that they learn the proper shit start them young we'll, we'll add some sensors here to all the cuss words phil no, will get on that so those fucking <laughs> so kids, kids need to learn those fucking kids need to learn and yeah so like us subscribe follow share uh me at, at hood red stuff cast. oh that cast and i was just saying you can find me uh hood red stuff with three f's or psychedelic lines then psychedelic underscore lines underscore uh den but of course follow uh let it bleed cast uh on uh instagram and facebook and uh yeah you'd think we'd be better at this after the years of doing it but we never know who's gonna say what at the end of this show <laughs> because well that well so, that's cool it's not planned so uh, yeah no it's not planned that's how you guys know it's authentic <laughs> and hey while you're out there looking for authenticity go ahead and find me on twitter at phil nobody cares and then you can flip that around for instagram and you know whatever else i'm doing online at nobody cares phil yeah well you know thanks for tuning in to another one of our great conversations about how the world is getting more and more fucked up but we can make it better um yes we can so uh yeah let's all fucking just get out there live a happy life and try to make the world a better place in in any which way you can be your best self we love you thank you for listening and as always let it bleed